With Father's Day just passing, we look at it from the perspective of two guys that don't have children. What's the significance of the day? What's the meaning of the day? And why it's so important? Why are fathers so important? Then we break down this Washington Examiner article on why the future of marriage looks bleak for men. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter. Follow us at Hanging with Apes. Go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com, sign up for our newsletter. And then if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, our catalog will pop up. It truly is the best. Hell yes. So, Father's Day just passed. Yeah. Um, how was it? Obviously, you're not a dad, I'm not a dad. But we both have dads. Yeah. So how was Father's Day for you? It was cool. It's just like any other day for me. <laughs> my dad's not even in town, so I didn't really do anything. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, me and my sister, we took my dad to dinner. Dad, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was uh it was nice. It was we went to a TGI Fridays. He's nice. my dad's not like a real fancy guy, so it was it was cool. We went there and me and my sister, it's kind of cool because like we're, I'm going to give you the little backstory of the day and then we'll get into the, you know, the meaningfulness of Father's Day. Um, her and I, as per usual, got into a heated debate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's great. I love it. Like, uh, I really like like that's part of like w- my enjoyment of seeing my sister because like yeah. I always know like it's going to be something <laughs> yeah. when it comes to like the political atmosphere. So it's good. But what I will say, though, and it, it, it did get kind of heated because even my dad kind of got involved. And yeah. I had, and I'll be honest, I had to get busy on dude, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. On Father's Day. Father's Day, I had to body him pops. <laughs> but no, no. So like what the, how the whole thing came up is, oh, which is like another interesting backstory, which we could kind of save this story for the end, like as a surprise segment. Yeah. But I was talking about the fight that we got into last oh, week. Oh, God. Like with you, me, and, <laughs> yeah. you, me and, uh, DC. And, and Donnell. So... Yeah. She DC, asked, DC is the other member of uh, Audio of the Audio. He's Apes. not on the podcast, but you know he does the music with us. <laughs> so anyway, that's how the whole thing started. So obviously, my dad told her about it, and yeah. she's asking me questions about it and whatnot. <laughs> so that's that's how the whole thing started. And so like she she was like, um, she's like, you know, sometimes when men get together, it's just. It's just that stuff happens and she's like she's like the world the the world needs less masculinity and more femininity. So I was like I disagree. I think yeah. the world needs more masculinity. And then she's like yeah, you're right. She's like you're right. What it needs less of is toxic masculinity. Oh God! Here comes that term. <laughs> yeah, and that's it's funny because I I told her, I'm like you know I'm very familiar with that term yeah. because like in all the research and everything that I do like we we have the podcast and stuff and I have to you know I have to be I have to be familiar with these <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah. 
And so, and so I was like, but I would like your definition of what toxic masculinity is. Yeah. Right. And so then she didn't like really go into like her specific definition of what she thinks toxic masculinity is. It was just kind of like just the, the generic stuff that you hear like yeah. uh feminist saying, I told her, well, it's like a feminist trope. And she's like, well, I'm not a feminist. And yeah. And I was like, okay, that like that's that's fine. And then I was like, but then like, what's your example? Because then she started saying, well, it's yeah. very clear that like men run the world, this, that, and the other. So I'm thinking that she's gonna delve into it from the perspective of like CEOs and like and like and uh, and uh, you know the pay, the gender pay gap and stuff like that. That's yeah. what I'm thinking she's gonna go with. And then she's like, no, well, women. Uh, uh, Women don't have the choices that men do. And then she brought up like the whole Alabama abortion thing, which we've covered. Yes. And that's when like it got it got like really interesting and really heated. Yeah. And this is my thing. This is my thing. Like this is what's so funny about it is because it was good. Like I heard her out and like I it was it was it was nice. But what what killed me is like she rolled her eyes at me at a point where like like there, like I found like, cause you know how I get down. Like I'll find like the lapses and the logic and I'll start to break it down. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's how like I, I dissect arguments. That's how, that's like one of the reasons why like I like to debate and all that. And I like the challenge of it because I like to like, like yeah. fundamentally break down the argument. Dude, come out with an ax like Paul Bunyan. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so the fundamental breakdown of, of, and, and this is the thing. In all of that, I yeah. never once said to either one of them, either one of them being like her or my dad, I never once said that I was against abortion being a law. My whole thing was like she she used the phrase women's rights. She's like, she's yeah. like, well, we need more women's rights. And I was like, well, see, that's where I philosophically and fundamentally have a problem with your argument. Yeah. I don't think that abortion... <laughs> is a woman's right. I think it's like a social thing. I think it's a cultural thing. Yeah. I think it's a human right. Yeah. Because the fact of the matter is, is like, say what you will, it's not your body that you're destroying. No. It's someone else's body. So that, that my thing is, my thing is that the argument in and of itself is a very selfish argument. Oh, my body, I get, no. no. Fundamentally, scientifically biologically you're wrong about that and that's why and we couldn't even get past that i was like and i I didn't ask her can you concede to that point but i was like you get that right like you're wrong about that yeah and she's like no no no." and she's like rolling her eyes at me and and, and so that's what started to make it heated because it's like well we're at the point now where you and i can't even agree on facts yeah so now this is where my dad chimed in my dad was like my dad was like oh well you know, at a certain point, like it's not alive. It's it's just it's just a fetus, this and that, or whatever the case. And I was like, but you know, your argument is lapsed because yeah. this th- your your logic is lapsed. And the reason why the reason why it's lapsed is at what point? Tell me, like one of you, tell me. Yeah. At what point does it become a human? You can't. Yeah. Nobody can <laughs> actually. Modern medicine, there is no consensus on at what point. That becomes a fetus. So the only logical thing that any of us could come up with in in the realm of reasoning is that you have to treat it at the point of conception. Yeah. 
That's the like where because where else can you draw the line? Because people say, oh well, um, um, at at the uh, at the first trimester it has no moral value. Like the the thing has no moral value. Oh really? So then how come when science or scientists find like cell life on Mars, like it's like a huge phenomenon. It's life. It's life. a huge oh my god, and there's celebration and they're popping champagne bottles and this and that. Yeah. But and we don't know what that is. That's who Lord knows how many miles That's away. Just some some microscopic that right. we never can, can't right. even see. Right. That, that we don't know what it is. Whereas like yeah. we know like what that is inside of the woman is a human. Yeah. We know that it has the potential to develop into a human. So that's one. Motherfucker them busted in there. Right. And well, now you got a baby. So eloquently put by my co-host. <laughs> yes, very eloquently put. Thank you for that. Like I'm breaking this shit down. So sophisticated. <laughs> You're like, motherfucker's busting nuts. So thank you for that. That's very that's that's just great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so so oh, anyway shit. so anyway so that's what i was trying i was trying to i was trying to like illustrate to them now where it started to get even more heated is that they were like they were like oh well there's plenty there's plenty of times yeah. there's plenty of times where in the first trimester like the women the woman loses the baby anyway and she she even said that's why a lot of women don't even really mention being pregnant until after the first trimester because like it's so easy to lose yeah but then my argument is so right but obviously seven billion people in the world suggest that like that doesn't always happen yeah so you know what i'm saying so like it's like the the, first trimester is up to what like the the first three months Okay. So the first, first trimester, first three months, yeah. second trimester, sec- the okay. second three months, and then third the third trimester, trimester is the, right. the last three months, which is equals nine months. So my point is the 7 billion people yeah. in the world or close to 7 billion people in the world suggests that there's plenty of times where the the this fetus or, or thing that doesn't have moral value yeah. survives and, and ends up becoming a full-fledged human being. So then, so their argument was like, was like, like the the issue that it's like not fully developed. But so then, but then my thing is this, if you're going to use that argument, then that same argument applies to a baby when it's being born. If you're, cause then they start to use the argument. Oh, well, what about the mothers that don't want it? And like the, the kid has like such a hard, a hard life and this, 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 that, and the other. So by that rationale. Yeah. By what you're saying, by that rationale is if in the event that a mother does have a child that she doesn't want, yeah. then your rationale, your logic is that she could just throw the baby away, right? Yeah. Oh, no, it's different. How, though? Like, my point is this. <laughs> at yeah. what point are you drawing the line? And that's when, like, the things got even more heated because I was like, what's not fair about, like, what you're doing right now is you're not substantiating your claim and I and that's what I what I don't like and and this is like where where and like you know as things cooled off like I explained that to her yeah more civilized because like it did get kind of heated I was like you can't make claims like it's like it's the equivalent of, of this it's like you hit a kid in the classroom yeah now the kid gets up ready to fight and then you want to go oh teacher teacher look he wants to fight. Yeah. Like you can't do something and like not res- expect a rebuttal, and then when it's time for the rebuttal, yeah. like you just don't want to deal with it anymore. Because then she was just like, she was like, "Oh well, no matter like what you say, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change." I was like, yeah. "So no matter 
how much facts, data, or substantiation I throw your way. Yeah. So you're not going to change. And then, and then I use that. I use that to, to to for both of them. As like, imagine if the court of law operated with the logic that you two are using right now. Yeah. If the court of law operated like that, it would be chaos. Oh yeah. No matter how much, Your Honor, he's guilty. No matter how much evidence they have to suggest he didn't yeah. commit the crime, we're just gonna fry him anyway. Yeah. What? No. The the whole basis of this nation is reason and logic. Now, with all of that being said, yeah. I'm not saying nor suggesting that it should be illegal. I'm what I'm saying is call it what it is and fundamentally speaking, it's not your body. That's what that's yeah. what the whole thing came down to. My body, my rights. No. If you want to say that like whatever fetus is developing inside of you, if you want to kill it, yeah. you have like apparently Roe versus Wade Roe versus Wade dictates that you have that right. Yeah. I'm not I'm not arguing that because again in my logic that's what the law of the land dictates you're able to do. What I'm saying is yeah. call it what it is. Yeah. Call it what it is and like it's and and ergo yeah. if you call it what it is it ceases to become a woman's right and it now becomes a human right. Yeah. And that's what this is all about. But we couldn't even get past that point and then it became an issue of like and you got to remember too 6 weeks is a month and a half. Now I'm not sure because obviously I don't have kids. When do women start feeling the effects? Like when do they typically find out that they're pregnant? I, would, I, I have like I hear like what a lot of them it's like morning sickness, but I don't know how soon that kicks in. Yeah, so I mean, there could be argument argument there, but like that's a thing though. Like, and we've discussed this before. The the law doesn't even really. Like like anyone that that there's no consensus. You yeah. have some places where it's it's as strenuous as six weeks. Yeah. Then you have some where it's as liberal as damn near to the baby's born. Yeah. Well, I think in some places the baby can be born and they'll still out it. So my point is, there's clearly no consensus on it. So my thing is, logically speaking, call it for what it is. And like you're saying, yeah. it has no moral value. It does. It does. Yeah. And like, who are you? And that's the other thing I brought up to them. Who are you to speak to the potential of a human? Like you, yeah. you don't make that choice. You don't get to make the choice of what something can or can't potentially be. That's my, that's my thing is that like, like from a spiritual aspect, I just found like the whole thing, like really like just kind of nefarious, yeah. but then also from a social aspect, if you want to look at it socially, I'm down to have that argument, but you need to substantiate something. You don't get to just say, oh, well, no matter what you say, like, it's not going to change. No, that's not fair. How come I have to substantiate all of my points, but you get to just yeah. say whatever you want and not substantiate? You get to be like, oh, whatever. Yeah, like that's whatever. And that's so my thing. And that's kind said. of the thing. Yeah. And like, I like, I've, I've, we, I've told Donnell this before. Like in some of the debates he's, ha we've had. We don't really have political debates, but we've had debates about other things. There are certain people yeah. that like you just always need like a moderator, like yeah. somebody to moderate and keep score because it's so easy for you to get away with like. And, and go off the rails. It's like it. it's like literally like if we're playing a game of pickup ball and like you're literally doing layups and you're saying that's a three pointer. It's like, dude, no, it's not a three point. No, yeah, it's a three to me. To me, it's a three. No, but in the rules of basketball, that's not a three. Like you have to okay. shoot from over. No, but it, to me, it's a three. So until like somebody either refs sets, or moderates yeah. or sets the rules, yeah, it's just like okay, what is the what's going on here? But my thing is, what, what was so interesting to me is like. 
and this is what I told her, and yeah. and and this is what it was kind of like, like it didn't put an end to it, but it was it was very revealing. I was like one, I was like that attitude. Yeah. It is the reason your side is losing politically. You know that, right? Like, yeah. like you're, you're, you guys are losing because too many of you have that mindset that you get to just say whatever you want and not back it up. Because that's what she was saying. She's like, well, I don't have to, like, she didn't say I, the words, I don't have to back it up. But it was something along those lines. But I told her, I was like, listen, that's not okay. Like, yeah. because you can't just say things because when you come across somebody like me, because... This is just like here at TGI Fridays, motherfucker trying to eat his pasta. But like, <laughs> but like, there are far greater minds than us that are debating this shit every day, and it really will affect the future of our nation. Yeah, that's number one. Yeah. And number two, you're so quick to like be like, oh, I'm just gonna say what I want, and nothing is gonna change, and like, I'm not gonna concede to the fact that like you're you're making more logically sound points than I am. Yeah. I was like, but but you guys are they're gonna be the same ones. That when Roe versus Wade is put on the table, if Trump wins a second term, which it more than likely will, you're going to be marching in the streets talking about what is this? No, nobody wanted to argue, remember? Nobody wanted to. Everybody was okay with just saying whatever they wanted. And then the people that were willing to argue, they did their research. They looked at studies. and, And that was the thing that bothered me about it is this like, it's like. Both of them are smart. My sister's incredibly smart. My dad is incredibly smart yeah. in in like their fields. But I do this though. You you guys know I do this. Right? Yeah, this is yeah. what I this <laughs> is what I does. Like it's almost the equivalent of like. I mean, I would not like to like liken myself to like a LeBron James or anybody, but like like an up and coming player in the NBA. Yeah, and then like me going to like the shootout with him and be like, oh man, you know, I think you could do like this, motherfucker. Sit back and let me do yeah. this. I do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's my thing. Is like you guys know on a weekly basis. I'm reading articles. I'm reading studies. Like, and you're then gonna to, have to really, really test, test me. Like, test, test me. me. Like, and and that's yeah. what kills me. Is like you're not. You're just you get. It's not fair that you just get to say things. Yeah. And then now you don't want to like, oh, like substantiate what you're saying. Oh, I believe, I think this is, I don't care about what you're you fucking think. windmilling. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking shooting threes and twos. We're tied. We're tied. Exactly. And they haven't made that's one what, shot. That's what it feels like. And it's like, it's no, like you can't do that. You can't do that, right? Like, it's like one of yeah. those things where like, when you come across somebody that like fundamentally like knows more than you on a subject, it's just yeah. like, all right, I'm clearly like not equipped for this, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Like I'm just gonna go back to my echo chamber, and like, yeah. I, and that was the thing. There is is like, and, and, both of none of you are like saying you know. There's no facts or logic to substantiate anything you're saying. And there's room. There's room for any argument to to be like like we've talked. We had 100%. a whole segment in one of the episodes. It was like three four episodes ago, where Ben Shapiro got his ass handed to him. Where Jordan Peterson. One hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? It's like it happens because there's times I've gotten my ass handed. Yeah. To, it's not about that, but the thing is, like, you don't you don't hand a motherfucker their ass by just saying something and being like, "Oh, okay, I'm done." No, you hand you hand their ass to them by like break philosophically, fundamentally, and logically with reason, breaking down their arguments. Yeah, yeah. You're not doing that though. Like, yeah. it's, so it's just like so. So really, the reality is like if this is this was all for nothing, and then then the the it becomes the point of well then why do you bring it up to begin with yeah 
But you know why people bring it up? They bring it up because they're used to the echo chamber. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like when you're used to the echo chamber, you get to <laughs> say like whatever crazy, like wild thing yeah. is in your head. But then like when you come across somebody that is just like, well, no, you're wrong about that. It's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. And then you've never really had to challenge it. And it, and it kind of coincides with that thing, the thing that we talked about, well, not that we talked about, but that I showed you in pre-production of, of Glenn Beck, like the like yeah. a post-truth society. Yeah. And like how he's like question everything, like yeah. they're questioned with boldness. And, and that's the, the existence thing. of God. Like and, even that down particular to the existence part, of God, yeah. absolutely question with boldness. And the reason why that is, is like, and we've talked about this on a philosophical level before is to me, you know, when I really see like a spiritual person or like a person of like a true belief of whatever it is that they believe yeah. when those beliefs have constantly been tested. See, it's one thing to me for like a Christian person that's always been around Christians yeah. to be Christian. It's like, well, that's it's easy for you to be that. That's yeah. all you know. <laughs> Just like a Muslim person that's always been around Islam to yeah. be Islamic. Well, that's easy. That that's like, it, 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 yeah. or or like or like a, a a lefty that's always been around leftists or or right winger that's always been around right wingers. It's easy to be that. It's when like everything you are and know you constantly question and put it to the fire yeah. that it's like you truly know the fundamentals and then you truly learn how to build your argument as to what you are exactly. because you've questioned the shit out of it the whole time. But when you live in an echo chamber, you don't have to question anything because nothing is challenged. It's just, oh, well, this is what I think. And this person agrees and everybody agrees. And we could just say whatever we want. Yeah. And it's kind of like what I respected about uh, Vice, the the movie. I saw it last night and you, you had told me it was a really good movie. Adam McKay, obviously, he, he was, he had left. He, obviously, he's in the left because you could tell it was more of a critique of, of Vice President Dick Cheney, but even in, in in that regard, he took the moment like at, at the end where where like they're asking Dick Cheney what he thinks about what people think about what he's doing. He's like, I don't know, I don't care. And then he kind of like breaks the fourth wall, mm -hmm. and he's like, I did it for you guys to be able to be with your families. And exactly. It, and for anybody who doesn't know yeah. what break the fourth wall means, it's essentially when a character in mm -hmm. a form of media, so music literature comic books graphic novels movies speaks directly to the audience so not yeah. like through the story speak to them but like they're literally like looking or talking directly to the audience so it's kind of like how like if for a, like a more modern day example is like in the deadpool movies he breaks yeah. the fourth wall all the time like he's talking to the audience like hey you with the red shirt you got popcorn you know like shit like that yeah and and uh you know he he allowed Dick Cheney to, to do that in, in, in that portion of the film and give Dick Cheney's perspective. And you know what's funny about yeah. that, and I think I pointed this out to you, we might have even mentioned it on the podcast during the time that I saw the movie, is that a lot of critics had a problem with that. That was one of the oh, biggest wow. criticisms of the movie. They said, why would Christian Bale and Adam McKay, I believe, directed the movie? Yeah. Why would they and wrote it? Why would they attempt to humanize Dick Cheney? Well, because Be he's human. And there's two sides of the story. Yeah. And them, well, not so much Christian Bell, he's just the actor, but Adam McKay as the person telling this story yeah. 
is telling you that yes, I've looked at it from both sides. Yeah. It's not just my side that counts. Yeah. And that's the problem that I have like in certain debates is like at what point are you going to look at you're not even trying to look at my side. Well, because the the debate is coming from and 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 that movie did a very good job of 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 getting different pockets, different segments of society. Like the people who don't just give a fuck about partying, like that scene where the girls are just like dancing, you could tell they're probably like high off some and they're too worried about like not off life. Right? Yeah. yeah. They're just like whatever. Like they're just they don't give a fuck about like the mundane ass political atmosphere that's discussed. He did a very good job of like being pretty bold in like saying this is what it is. And I don't know if you ever I don't know if you stayed enough uh after like the the end credits. Like he has, actually has a scene. It's actually mid credits mm. where like they have an argument or no. So I don't recall. There was a mid-credit scene, so like the movie's ending, and all of a sudden they go back to that that, that little like fucking uh, PR, you know, like what, with those PR companies when when they're talking to people mm-hmm. and asking them what their thoughts are to kind of get a good idea. Yeah, what yeah, the, yeah. Um, well, the the guy who who's like uh, pro Trump, he's like, yeah, well, I think he's like, you know, <laughs> and it's funny because like the movie had a lot of these sarcastic moments that like just like come out of nowhere and surprise you. And he's like, you know, I've been meaning it. Like I couldn't point my finger out to why the fuck I don't like this movie so much. He's like, it's because this is some liberal bullshit. <laughs> and then like the other guy's like, I see. Well, the thing is though, like you don't want to listen to facts. He's like, Oh, so you're a liptard then. And then they start fighting. <laughs> and, yeah. So then the camera like goes, no, I didn't see that at all. <laughs> yeah. That shit was hilarious. And the dude that that's like, he's like, Oh yeah. Well, you probably voted for Hillary. And then he punches him and they're like fighting on the floor. And then, well, you know how like th- those, uh, those little rooms, they're like, executives are in the back in back yeah so so like the camera pans out and goes to the back but instead of executives it's like some like 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 teen teenage girls and they're like yeah like this is so boring yeah. and like kind of saying like yeah like even people who look into this shit and these conversations it's like it's almost like that's a twitter conversation and like the people that are like observing it they're just like they're just they don't care oh yeah. wow, look they're fighting again and it was just kind of like it kind of summed up part part of like the the societal section of the movie and the and the critique mm-hmm. which is like so many people so much animosity and then the stupidity behind a lot of that shit too mm-hmm. like the people who don't who don't put in the work and and it, and it's and it's so funny because like so much of, so much of politics and how it operates and like what it means is able to keep those people so ignorant yeah. because it's just like, you know, you only get the liberty and the privilege to be ignorant yeah. because things are so under control yeah. because if things got as out of control as they are in some countries, Oh, you would care. Oh, hell you yeah. would definitely <laughs> care. You know? And isn't that wild? Like yeah. we live in such a great nation where like, it's so under control that you actually get the privilege to not care. Yeah. But yeah. like if, if that shit collapsed and like things got, how it was in some places, oh my god, like it'd be a totally different thing. What's going on? I don't yeah. understand. And in a way, bitch, read a book. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and in a way, it, it is collapsing. I mean, come on, to a certain degree, absolutely. Like even the fact, like you know, we're talking about Father's Day and all that stuff. There was a, there was a Mother's Day was trending on Father's Day, and and that's a big major problem I think now is. 
there is a constant attack of masculinity. And it's like, you know, it's Father's Day. So let's let's enjoy that. And then when Mother's Day, let's enjoy that too. You're like, and, and you appreciate a, a dad and you appreciate a mom in a different way, in a different light because they're different people. And and it's funny because you start comparisons of like the gifts you get, you know, like with, like like moms they'll get like jewelry or they'll get you know they get taken out to eat and stuff like that. Where whereas like men sometimes like they'll it's like a barbecue is enough yeah. or like oh here look I bought you new tools yeah. get your ass to fixing shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's cool though because because it's like. It's nice because we're we're different, yeah. men and women, and those differences are are should be celebrated. Yeah, but but that that stuff is so is so constant that that it's in today's day and age like attack, attack, attack. Men, men, men are bad. Men are bad. Men are bad. And it's like to to what point do people not question that stuff? I mean, even even us like we question it, and far too often. <laughs> how many of the episodes that we, that we've had previous to this episode have have we not talk, like talked about how like masculinity is under attack? We're not just saying it because we don't have shit to. I mean, we could talk about so many things. It's just because it's a constant. It's constantly yeah. being thrown in our face. Now, like there is, I will agree that there is such a thing as toxic masculinity. But the thing is. It's like, why is that so highlighted? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When it's not, it's not like always the the norm. It's, yeah. But then too, it's different. Like, and I and I guess like for a lot of women, it is different because like we don't know the experience of being a woman, so yeah. like we don't we don't know all of that, and like we're just kind of going off of our own perspective. But it is it is something that begs the question: is like this toxicity that like so many people claim to exist like how prevalent is it really and if it is so prevalent how come we're not like seeing it you know what i'm saying and noticing it as much as like it's being made like, to be so prevalent yeah um and, well and, and even even when it comes to toxic masculinity i don't think that you could do too much to to stop it like because like a lot of the the like for example the Gillette the Gillette commercial a lot it, of the stuff that they were critiquing in that Gillette wasn't commercial wasn't toxic at all no and I said well it, so is this your example of toxicity exactly. because that's just normal shit yeah like oh, oh, oh a cute girl is walking down the street a guy wants to talk to her like why stop him now I could see the friend stopping him if it's like oh hey dude you know you're married or whatever that's different but yeah. like in the realm of like he's operating decent, like yeah. I'm a single guy, maybe she's single. I'm gonna approach her. She's hot to me. I like, find her. Hot. We could wh- talk. And what's then... wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> like where where? Hey, bro, bro. what's wrong with no, stop being heterosexual? Is, I, I fucked up the joke already, but like <laughs> like uh, like uh, no, I don't know if you remember in uh, in the movie Accepted where they start their own college. Yeah, where Lu- the the part where Lewis Black, he's like he's like he's like. Uh, he's like, you used to be able to say, hey, nice tits. He's like, when did that go out the window? It's like, clearly, okay, that's a bit extreme. I was going to say that, but I, I I wanted to reference it. But anyway, yeah. um, so there's that aspect. There's the aspect of what exactly is toxicity. Now, the flip side of it, and then this is where we get into like our perspective of 
Father's Day and like not having children is this. I do, I while I think there maybe isn't so much toxicity and maybe the toxicity aspect isn't so prevalent, I will say there is a whole lot of basic shit going on with a lot of guys. And mm. I think that by and large can create in women a degree of resentment towards men. So for instance, the other day I was on Twitter and I saw something by some chick and I really couldn't help but rock with it. It was weird because like part of the, ins I was like sort of convicted because part of my insight was like, damn, that's kind of wild, but it's kind of true. And she said, this is exactly what it said. It said, men who are sports obsessed are the male versions of basic bitches. Damn. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, she kind of has a point. Yeah. Like, yeah. you kind of convicted me. Like, I'm like, damn, like, as much as I want to be like, oh, bitch, you crazy than a mug. Like, I'm like, damn, like, it is kind of some basic shit to be sitting all day watching ESPN. Yeah. Because it, it's kind of like, if you're one of those guys or 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 if, if, you're, if you're not that, but then you're like, oh, I'm going to play video games every day after work. Or you're, you're kind of like basic. You're not even kind of. You're just pretty basic. Like, right. dude, the outdoors, go out, go do something, go watch, you know, a movie, go out camping, go smack out. her on the yeah, ass yeah. and play some Al Green. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. honestly, like, yeah. like, like, this is the girls at, at the house right now. But Nikki, <laughs> but has Nikki. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's you know, out. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like it is. Like I couldn't help but rock with it, and yeah. I liked it. I was like, "You did that, girl!" <laughs> like, like, get this follow too. <laughs> like, yeah. no, but it's wild. It's like it is. Like it's the it's it's that's some real shit. That's actually like. Actually, we, I think we should end the episode with it. Yeah, no, I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah. No, no, we're not going anywhere just yet. Uh, <laughs> Damn. I was so happy. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that shows his love for podcasting. So we came to announce that from this point on, this podcast will just be me because yeah. clearly. He I'm out. <laughs> no, but 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 so it, it's it's so there's there's that aspect of it. Now, another aspect of it is. Uh, well, we both worked on Father's Day. Yeah. And obviously, it's Father's Day, so there's a lot of people saying Happy Father's Day. Yeah. And just out of, like, a general niceness, people say Happy Father's Day to damn near every male that they come across. Yeah. They don't know if you're a father or not. So, it was funny because, like, the people that, that we work with, yeah. they know that I'm not a father. So, it's yeah. just one of those things that are like... At first, I was saying thank you, like oh thanks, but it's just like <laughs> I'm not a dad. I'm not a dad. I'm someone's daddy. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ, man! I can't fucking like. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't see we're not gonna get through the episode. So every time you're saying something of substance, I'm just fucking throwing that shit out the window. It's like fuck this. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, it it became a thing, and then I was like, I was like. It made me think. I was like, I wonder for like my age, which is 31, is like, is that weird? You know what I'm saying? Is that, is it a weird thing that like, like <coughs> not for me, it's not like I've made yeah. my choices. Like that's, this is how I live my life. And I'm, I'm, I'm very comfortable and like solid and like my, my footing in life. Yeah. 
and I feel like you are too. I'm just saying like the perspective because I like to get perspective. And so like it became a thing where where like I asked a few people and it was just like, oh, well, it could make it could make women think that like there's something wrong with you or whatever. But then in the same breath, I was like, well, it could. But like if when I look around, if I see more problems then like good shit, like when it comes, like I see a lot of guys on child support. I see a lot of guys with multiple baby mamas. I see a lot of guys that like aren't like necessarily happy. Like I see a lot of guys dragging their feet. It's just like, well, is that, is, is what's so weird about it? And then it became a thing. And this is what I found to be so interesting about the whole situation. Yeah. Is, see, there's the perspective of looking at it like, oh, well, you've never had, like, you're doing this by choice versus you're doing this because, like, it's your circumstance. And I would say for both of us, it's been unequivocally by choice. Like, yeah. we're in the position where it's by choice. It's not that, like, we didn't have the choice or, like, oh, something. It says, no, this is where I want to be. Like, I don't want to be yeah. in the position of, like, a lot of people. And then when you bring that point up, they're like, oh, well, shit, that makes sense. But my thing yeah. is, like, why is that so monumental to be like, damn, like, oh, it's because you think different. It's just like, but why wouldn't you think like this? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're used to what you see, you know? There, there There's those those little uh, moments in your life that, and times in your life that you're, it's kind of predicted, like, oh, well, yeah, you should have been married. Uh, oh, and sh- should have had kids already. Like women get that that a lot. Like now, you're 30 years old. You don't have kids. What's wrong with you? What happened? Or if they're single, well, you know, you need to get yourself a man. And like, well, shit. If the landscape isn't good, well, why would I? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, why would I? So I just gotta get whoever's available and then have kids. Like, you can't really do that. It's not. I, th- I think I think it's more so satisfying the it's, it's satisfying like the societal pressure more so than anything. Yeah. So then when they look at it, it's oh damn, he's doing something wrong. But no, statistically, y'all are doing something wrong because like it's not looking good. It's yeah. just, like, by all accounts, it, it's not looking good on a cultural level. Um, I mean, like you're right. Like, there's more and more fatherless homes. There's more and more like divorces. There's more and more. Oh, the divorce rate, yeah. Like, co-parent. It's, so it's just like, well, how am I the fucked up one? Politically, like, I, I feel like I'm I'm a little ahead of the curve. Now, in the in the instances where it works, obviously yeah. it's great. That's awesome, fantastic. I pray and give all my blessings to the people that it works for. I think I think you're one of them. I think Matucci's one of them. Yeah. I think Habib's is one of them. But my thing is, I don't see that that often. Like if I yeah. saw more of that then it'd be different. than the other one, well then it'd be different. But I'm not seeing that much. Is yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, and there's a lot of pressure because it's like, well, even um, Ben Shapiro's book, he he thinks you know like your 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 this book goes out to whatever, and then when he says his children. Thank you to my children for giving me purpose. And it's like, that's 
that's some serious shit. That's heavy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's heavy. Like that's not that's not said lightly. My children gave me my purpose. That means that like my I need to work on the future for when I'm gone, my kids can be okay mm-hmm. and have something to work towards. You know, yeah. like that's not a light comment at all. And some someone could breeze through that comment. Oh, uh, the purpose. But no, no, no. Like. You have the weight of the world if you have kids because now, like, that's your responsibility. Raising the kid, uh, I mean, like I said, the political landscape, I mean, that's tough already. It's become so tribal. Like, what the fuck do you do? Like, yeah. And it doesn't seem to get better. Um, colleges, no no thinking. Like, that That was part of what the Glenn Beck uh, segment that you showed me was talking about, like, what Glenn Beck was doing with because one of them was an author mm-hmm. and another guy was uh, like a philosophy mm-hmm. major of I don't know exactly what he does but I remember seeing it so it's like these are three guys who are having a conversation asking serious questions that's not happening in college no. you know that's not happening so if it's not happening in college that's not being like, like there's no critical thinking or very little of yeah it. so so you're not all of a sudden you're out in the world you don't have critical thinking skills what do you think is going to happen what's happening now that's what's what's happening now like oh fuck you no fuck you oh fuck your thoughts uh, oh all right well fuck your people oh and then it's like well what is this mm-hmm. what is this like the fucking uh what was it uh charlottesville perfect example stupidity across the board and it's like you start thinking about that and it's like it's a scary proposition but if 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 you have kids, that's that's uh, a responsibility now. You that's yours, and and you have to really like think about like I want like even the schooling. Like you got to be careful what what what's being taught to your child, and and make sure that you're teaching your kid. Like listen, that's their thoughts. You have to have your own thoughts, and you have to do your studying. We've learned a lot more, and, and we had we had smart parents, but we still, in a way, were indoctrinated in in, in to a sense because like we've learned more in our late 20s than we did all throughout our school years you know yeah, what i mean like way more yeah it's it's, it's like i said way it's like some renaissance more. shit like ridiculously more yeah like even your experience with the buildings like that was for you you learned that shit you know what i'm saying yeah, it's like like but it's so crazy because the things we've learned have been from like a technical aspect but also philosophically politically mm-hmm. financially so crazy like all these things it's like damn we didn't learn shit in school yeah yeah go go to go to college live it up don't live at home (laughs) that's what we learned from our advisors and then some people did it and it's like well shit you didn't make out like a bandit did you we did and it's like well that (laughs) (laughs) yeah no like no outstanding debt we're not fucking struggling and it's like well that that's kind of a, a big deal and you know why because we didn't make the same decisions so like to go for full circle it's like that's the answer to someone's question when like oh well was something wrong with you no i'm perfectly fine the money's good yeah. <laughs> I, i'm living good it's like, I'm, I'm decent and and, and and it's not just about the money it's also yeah. the fact that it's just like I'm where I want to be. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm, I, I'm have the footing that I want to have. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not. But so and, you're and, not a bad guy, though. So like, I, I could see you being a great father, and like, I could see you being open to that. But, like, 
again, you get with the wrong woman, that shit's depleted. Oh well, and that and that's yeah. and that's what we were talking about when we when we first brought up this conversation yeah. before before we did the episode. Is that is like honestly, like in in my experience, not in my personal experience, but in my experience of life and like looking around and observing the lay of the land. Having children with the wrong woman could literally like I I could I would say can literally like slice and dice you by at least like 45 to 50 percent because, okay you have the kid, right? Now, the court already dictates that like more than likely the kid is going to like be she's going to raise the kid. So you you there, there's that aspect now. When we say the wrong woman, how wrong is she? Because yeah. like if she's super wrong, we're like she's going out and getting drunk and partying with all these guys, and then that's horrible. Like, what what will my child become? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because this is the person they're spending the majority of their time with. So you have that aspect. Secondly, it's like how much influence do I have? Like by seeing them on the weekend versus like what like she's perpetuating throughout the course of the week. Yeah, there's that. Then. Let's say like you're decent, you're a decent dude, you're decent as fuck, but then like yeah. you're ready to move on and you meet a decent as fuck chick, but now you got this chick, like it'll always be there. Yeah. That'll always be like some like over looming cloud. And, and and obviously there's plenty of cases where like the new chick she understands and she's very loving and understanding and everything like yeah. that. But there's some cases where she might be like I don't need this. Like, yeah, I don't deserve yeah. this. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? So, and you as a guy, you would have to be nothing but understanding yeah. of that. Which goes to show, like, even in picking someone that, that you want to have a, a child with, and obviously you don't ever fucking prepare for failure or, or, or get into something knowingly like, oh, I'm going to fail at this. Yay. My, my philosophy when it comes to it is like, I hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Exactly. And it's like, well, you want to get with a woman that that has the qualities of 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 that match what you want, right? And and in doing so, if it doesn't work out, you need accessibility to your child. You need communication, transparency with the mother of your when child. When it comes to the child, yeah. In the case that you're that you're separated, like for example, if I was to get separated, that that wouldn't even be an issue. Like, oh, we're raising the kid together. I have my own relationship, and that's that's important. So it's like. Like you said, preparing for the worst and getting in a relationship is like, well, the worst is we're we, not together. We're not but together. She's decent as fuck. Exactly. And, for, and to my child, yep. and like, and and to me as the father, as the father, yeah. and like she will never undermine my teachings. You know, because that's another thing. Yeah. You see that a lot, like the undermining of the teachings. Like, listen, this is what I'm teaching you. This is something that you need to know. Oh, th- your father's crazy. Like, why is he telling? Like. That's horrible. Now yeah. you're fucking with the kid's head. You know what I'm saying? So there is a lot yeah. that goes into it. So I'm going to call me crazy and <laughs> fucked up because I ain't like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even even me, like, I mean, I had to be prepared for it. I'm I'm prepared for it now. If, if it happens, it happens. And it's, it's cool. But it's like, you know, it, it takes a lot of trust and, and a lot of answers need to be there for you. So for you to feel that comfortable, you know, it's not, it's not like. Like for example, like Matucci, like there's no question there. Like you could have another kid, you're good. Yeah, I mean, live it up. You, you know, 
you have something that, good all going. That, like, all that hard stuff yeah. like is not is out of the way. Well, we went to Habib's house. It's the same thing. It's like, dude, dude's living it up. He's happy. The kids are good. That's a beautiful situation to be in. And, and by all accounts, go for it. Like, you have kids because it, it's the, the right things are aligned, you know? Yeah. But if that's not the case... You know, then, then I, I, I definitely don't, don't agree with it. And it's like more often than not, it isn't because like you said, the cases aren't there. Like there's not a bunch of situations like ours out there to no. be like, oh yeah, man, it's looking good. Like if this was the economy, <laughs> it's, it's looking good. <laughs> it's, it's time. To- a, it's like the, the, the economists, uh, have come out with the quarterly report and they say that, uh, infidelity is at all time low. Marriage and healthy relationships at our all-time high. Now's the time to get in. Yeah. <laughs> this is a mutual fund to, <laughs> to definitely put your money in. Imagine that would be kind of a cool <laughs> sketch, though. Honestly, like on so, like like instead of like the market being being about finances, it being like about social shit. Yeah, that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, it's like we we see, we've seen a recent trend in women not dealing with fuckboy tendencies. And I think that because it's of like, this, and it's be- and and it's causing them more so to wear uh, thongs and licorice underwear on dates because they feel more comfortable with the male suitors that are. You know, <laughs> so now would be the time to play, put your money into like thongs and licorice underwear because we're seeing that it's going up. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it's one of those things where where it's like. We don't have that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you didn't know, that doesn't exist. <laughs> I don't know. That shit is too. We should do a sketch like that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like it's it's. Uh, and I mean, by all accounts, statistically, it shows though too. Yeah. Which kind of is a perfect segue into our next segment about the marriage being bleak for mm. men. The future of mar- men and marriage is bleak. Uh, by Suzanne Venker, which we've covered some of her material before. And this was posted on the Washington Examiner. And it's also an article based off of the fact that like, it's around Father's Day. And yeah. it's talking about you know fatherless homes, not necessarily deadbeat dads, but just this idea that you know women are separated from men. And it's... It, it, it it really does beg to question where did things go wrong now she does talk about something that i find very interesting and she talks about like this perpetuation of divorce and fatherlessness and she says that what tends to happen is there's like a lack of like strong male roles and strong male figures yeah. in in like little boy's life the little boy grows up and then he lacks the character that like a man could have instilled in him yeah. to be a strong character. And then now, ergo, the women of his generation are less interested in him. And like it's just like a perpetuation of the same thing. Yeah. And I've noticed, and we've talked about this, not necessarily from a moral or virtuous standpoint, but we've talked about the fact that the counterculture now is is more conservative i don't know if you noticed that like yeah. for instance yeah in on twitter 
like it's not it's not overwhelming it's not overwhelming but like i pay attention to these things twitter social media through interactions what i see with other people guys that are in like the dating scene and everything like that i notice yeah that more conservative men like and i'm not saying conservative in the sense of like of like bible thumpers or anything no. like that but more like the conservative of like they got their shit together yeah they're like they're kind of they have virtue you know what i'm saying they're like yeah. they have like a moral code they have a value system like I, I noticed that a lot more women, they're like gravitate towards them. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like yeah. the, the fuckery is like more minimal. Well, yeah. I mean, what are you dealing with now? But everyone wants to party, do this, do that. Oh, this guy's on the same shit the other guy's on. Wants to go out all the time. And then you see a guy, oh, I'm working on my, on my shit. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Ah, shit. To a woman, that's she's 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 all in. Like, damn, I haven't I haven't seen the a man of the, and the likes of you for like such a long time. Because this is and then bad it, out and here. then and then it it you, it begs to question. Like, there was a time there were more men like that. Yeah, and then that makes me think that maybe structurally, that's why, like. Like whatever happened, the deterioration of that also led to the deterioration of the family unit that we're talking about. I don't know like what caused it or whatever the case, but it led to the deterioration of the family unit. And then now you're seeing the stuff like Jordan Peterson talked about how you're seeing more and more a smaller percentage of men with like a higher percentage of the population of women. Like it's like because it's... Those yeah. men are are like it's the numbers are minuscule, like the numbers are diminishing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's just like you have like a huge population of women competing for like a small margin of men, and then ergo for those men, they're yeah. even more spoiled for choice because now it's just like oh well, I don't have to choose because yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. But then that's Which could not be bad too. Exactly, yeah. and that's his argument. Also, that's not necessarily a good thing either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so... It's kind of that, that Spider-Man uh, line, with great power comes great responsibility. You kind of like... You do have the power as 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 like a, a man who's valuable in society, but it's like, what are you trying to... Yeah, uh, what's what, your goal yeah, like, what's in goal? terms of that? Exactly. So it, it, is, it, is, it is interesting. And I think if that were to change... Things would things would be a little bit better, but I do think that the counterculture, like the, the what was culture, is now the counterculture. You know what I'm saying? And like certain, well, yeah, because a lot of stuff is starting to become the norm. Like like you know, there was a time where it was edgy. Feminism was edgy. Like oh, there's not a lot of women in the workforce. Now it's like well the the and, and the article talks about that. Like well now women are in the workforce, and it's kind of ingrained in them was career first. And then if a family works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So then that that's way different than like, you know, in the 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s. Like that was much more the norm. Like, oh, well, women stay at home, take care of the kids. Let's have a family. Let's it's it's a completely different world now. The economy was a one one like the dad goes out, mm -hmm. fucking comes back. I'm getting that bread for the yeah. family, and that's it. It was it was a lot more structure, fa like familial structure, 
than there is now. Now it's like, well, we're both working. And it wasn't it, business it, now. it wasn't so stressful to be like a one a one income family. Yeah. Now like it, it, it there's some people still do it, but it's a, there's a lot of stress attached to it. Yeah. Well, I mean like just the economy has changed, so it's 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 a different. You're kind of playing by the old rules, so you're gonna have to be very careful and very conservative, fiscally conservative, to to make it out like okay, and I and I think that because of the value system, as far as like the family value system changing so much, it's like well, and, and I mean, every relationship is different, and and everyone's individual thoughts on stuff is different but it's like well you see the effects though you see the effects of of what's going on and and i think i think it doesn't help that that we're like so um naturally we're we could be impulsive like we have impulsive thoughts yeah and it doesn't help that now we have the power to put those impulsive thoughts out into the world immediately yeah on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Like so so then it, it's like the thoughts are shared a lot more and then everything is just quicker. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with with like the whole fake news situation like yeah. It's who gets there first now. It's not And it, and it's not important. even if it's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like like they had uh man, there was one that was like crazy the, the other day like some shit about like Hillary and like 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 uh, that they found some information and I read that and I was like that doesn't sound real to me like this is like outlandish and b- by the grace of like the fact that I thought it sounded outlandish I did some research and it was like this is fake but like that shit was being shared like wildfire yeah on 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 the internet so it's like these thoughts and 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 and, and everything that that people want to believe want not necessarily should believe but they want to believe that she gets like kind of like reinforced almost and, and that's where and that's where like the whole glenn beck thing question with boldness comes in yeah because it is true like it's very easy to want to believe something like when you want to believe it like you really like it's easy it's the easy road it's like well this is what i want to believe this is like what i'm going to gravitate towards but no it's like you stick 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 yeah. now question with boldness to find the truth, I mean, if it's if it's worth it, which I don't see like why would it wouldn't be. Perfect know? example: climate change. Yes, there's climate change. Yes, there is. There is. We affect it to a certain extent, realistically, without like breaking the bank and ruining all the institutions we have in place to live a life. Like we could, uh, as Americans, we could do everything in the books. We could do the fucking Green Deal, the new Green Deal bullshit. Mother of God. Yeah. Oh, fuck, do everything. That I shit won't. doesn't account for fucking China and India and other nations that pollute way more than we do. Way more than we do. So it's like, like, but but people, they'll go with that lie. Oh, we, we could change. We could change. No, no, no. That has to be a world thing. It's not. But whatever you want to believe, you'll believe and you'll go onto the internet and find the groups that tell you this is what it is and that's where we're at now and that's why like if a woman feels like shit i like i don't i i think i don't i don't want to have kids well then there's gonna be articles i say well why 20 reasons why you shouldn't have kids yeah because toxic mass and this this and that and then 
on, on the other aisle, like you'll have something that's like completely ridiculous on the right side that yeah. they say some stupid shit. And the only way you can like siphon through all that shit is by questioning exactly what it is that you're intaking. Absolutely. Questioning and, and, and it's gonna be different. So like you're gonna have to be you have to be like and we do this a lot and, and I guess because it's such a huge, huge situation with so many different um conversations being had, it's like, well, look into it yourself. Yeah. Look for the truth and look at why people think this way. Like like, you know, I've said it before, we look at the MGTOW videos, doesn't mean that we're fucking MGTOW guys. No. And in fact, we I, I would say that in recent times, looking at those videos, we've become more and more critical of them because you uh. said, I thought you said it like profound and perfect. You're like, a lot of those guys don't have higher reasoning. Yeah. It's just like, it's just, you're really taking like whatever pain and degradation and hurt that maybe only really one woman ever like delivered to you. Like you're, and like, you just want to take it out on like all of them. Like, oh, fuck women. And this and that. And then what's so crazy is when you look at the videos and like the shit that they're on through a spiritual lens, you see the bitterness. It's like, dude, you're bitter. Yeah. Like that's what this is. And and you actually posted something on, on our Facebook. God, that was horrible. I, I hate saying that. <laughs> we posted something on our Facebook. God damn but, it. But anyway, you did. Everybody it, that knows us knows we hate social media. Yeah. It's so crazy. <laughs> like uh, we do it for you guys though. Because, you know, there's there's good conversations to be had but fuck y'all <laughs> <laughs> and on that note we're done no but you you posted a video where it was like uh a, uh, a kid being bullied versus a whopper junior being bullied or something like yeah, that yeah 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 i thought that shit was hilarious but then i also thought like more more people were like worried about their fucking sandwich than like a kid that's being bullied and then you made a good point because you you had like a little caption the caption on it and you said like you know this like common decency should be a thin uh, a thing. Like, we should be able to stop something like that, like bullying, or or like yeah, exactly. I don't think you need a bunch of policies no. and a bunch of parents going to the school and like anti-bullying policies in school. Because first off, it doesn't work. Like no. it doesn't work. And secondly, like it does. You're not really like training the kid to like deal with their their own issues. Yeah. So that that doesn't help it either. Like what, but what it does is like if you train and like you build your kid up to be decency, to be decency, <laughs> to operate to operate in a realm of decency and bravery. The community will fix the problem yeah, yeah. because some of our friends are our friends because we prevented them from being bullied. Like we yeah. prevented them from like from like enduring certain things because no, I don't fuck with that. I don't rock with it. And you're not going to do that. Yeah. And if you're going to fuck with you, you got to fuck with me. Be just based off of the simple fact that what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. It's not about whether I like dude, whether I rock with dude. I don't know shit about dude. Yeah. This motherfucker might want to shoot up to school tomorrow. But the fact of the matter is what you're doing right now is some coward ass shit. Yeah. So I can't, like, my soul rejects it. Like, I can't fuck with it. Say something about it. Speak out. Exactly. Yeah. And, it, and it really shouldn't come down to the teacher. It should come down to the fellow students. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, are that many kids either one, that scared or two, not being raised with any morals or values that they can like just let that shit ride? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because sure, maybe as one individual, you're a kid and you're like, you're like, damn, like I see like those three, four guys bullying that one kid. 
all right, maybe that is like a mountain that you may not be prepared to climb. But the fact that like you don't have any other friends that are on the same shit you're on. And, and meanwhile, all this is happening. There's people who are worried about their fucking whopper. Right. They're worried about like, so they see this taking place. They don't give a fuck. But then when it comes to you, oh, you want you want this this yeah. rectified. You want this corrected, right? You don't yeah. like the fact that your whopper's all fucked up. But yeah. but nah, didn't you just see the kid getting bullied? And like you were, you were okay with that though. Yeah. And ultimately, that was one of the things I loved about the movie Vice was when he talks about that. And it's like, well, people want to just see what's in front of them. And then he has pictures, like, kind of in sequence as he's saying this stuff. And it's like a guy mowing his lawn in a tornado in the back. People playing soccer in, like, a big-ass forest fire. It's like, this is a problem. Like, yeah. this is, and if it doesn't get fixed, you're next. You're not even worried. You're just mowing the lawn. But, like, you ain't going to have a lawn to mow if you're not dealing with, with, with like, the basic you know exactly things like, that you and, need and, to and 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 yeah. not looking at the fact that this is fundamentally wrong yeah. it's not even if you agree with it like i said you could stop a kid from being bullied that was like probably thinking of like shooting up to school the next day but the yeah. fact of the matter is in this moment what you're doing is fundamentally wrong and it going it kind of coincides with like the big uh, uh, censorship issue that Crowder is going through, which I I think I told you I joined the Mug Club. Yes, yeah, badass, yeah. ninety nine dollars a year. This ain't even his podcast, and it, man, like the Louder with Crowder Mug Club is dope as fuck. You know but, what? Join it, <laughs> and and uh, maybe one day we'll have our own Mug Club or something similar. Um, no, but anyway, as as you know, like the big censorship battle that he's going through with YouTube and getting demonetized and everything like that. And when that first shit popped off and like you and I were talking about it, you and I were having a phone conversation about it. I found it funny and interesting that these people that are so pro deep platforming and censoring these guys, how do you know that the powers that be won't do the same thing to you when it comes down to it? Yeah. You are a you might just be a pawn for the temporary. You don't know you don't even know if your agenda matches theirs. They might just be like, oh well, like, yeah, this is this is helping us. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, we don't want you either. Like yeah. and a perfect example of that is the institution is an institution here in 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 uh, Illinois and in the county of Cook where there's a, a a certain amount of people that like worked for the institution for like so many plus years, yeah. and then the minute that like there was like tax issues, they got rid of them. We don't need pe- you. We don't need you anymore. Yeah, you're nothing to us. You're pawn. You're expendable. But no. So why are you? But but then another thing about those people that like got got laid off or fired or however you want to phrase it. At no point did they fundamentally look at like, well, we really contribute nothing. They were just like, we fucks with whatever they say because we get paid and it is what it is. And that's and that's what's so interesting about this is that's the same thing with these people that are so pro deep platforming is, oh, well, right now it's our time or whatever. But are you ever stopping to look at what you're doing and whether or not it's fundamentally sound? Yeah, because at the end of the day, like you're gonna have to deal with it, and you're not you're not really safe from it either. Yeah, it's just a hard truth you gotta face. Either now, 
which is the better part of like facing it or towards the end when you've already invested which is wild as fuck because like no matter how much i don't rock with or disagree with somebody the last thing that i would ever want or 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 try to push for is like silencing them yeah i would never do that no say what you have to say i mean it's freedom of speech you can say some shit as long as you're not fucking crossing any lines i mean you should be able to to speak and it, what's funny is a lot of the people that were affected by this whole louder require situation was like people who who have like nazi germany information and they use that to teach kids about like nazi like the nazi germany you know world war ii era it's just strictly to teach and like there's people who just like had videos up explaining what it was and they were like they were their videos were demonetized and that's, they were like that's crazy yeah and like their videos were banned and it's like well how in, in what world does this make any sense oh well, it's nazi germany well that's dangerous now right, right. and and <laughs> the fact that like you're not teaching them about it yeah. makes them sheep and not realize that if if and when like this starts to rise they won't even know how to recognize it because yep. they don't know what it is. And then they don't know how dangerous it could be. Like, do you realize, <laughs> like, think about this right now. Just to like, take a minute. Let's do a little thought experience, uh, experiment. Do you realize that if Nazi Germany would have won World War II, you and I probably wouldn't even be alive, number one. No. We probably wouldn't be alive. Like, this <laughs> podcast wouldn't exist. Who knows how many listeners that listen to the podcast wouldn't exist. Like it's so easy to just be in your little house and watch your little Netflix and not realize that there are powers that like would love to like just destroy everything. This, and it almost happened yeah, once before. It, it did. Yeah. This, this show could have been hanging with the Aryans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> It's like what the fuck, but it's like people don't realize that they actually have a show. Is it on Amazon Prime or no, or or Hulu? The man on the high tower or some shit like that. Which mm. which literally, and I've never watched it, so I don't know if it's good or not. But but it, it it it's like what the world would be today had Nazi Germany won. Interesting. Well, you know the yeah. guys the guys that produce Game of Thrones. I don't know if you remember they caught all that flack because they were they started to like work on a show. That was supposed to be after Game of Thrones. That yeah. was going to be yeah. about what it would be like if the South had won the Civil War. Yeah. Yep. Did they even like... They no, it, it got a big uproar on Twitter. No, my God. Racist. Like, that's good to see. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good thing to see. Uh -huh. Not that what's going on is good. It's a good thing to see yeah. how fucked up it could have been. Yeah. Yeah. That if people that didn't like fight or be informed... Or be knowledgeable. If they didn't do anything, no, like what it would have been, goes back to questioning everything. Like question everything. Question, yeah. So that's what we leave you guys with. Question everything with boldness. That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show does continue to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep sharing it. We're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Apple. We're on Google. We're on Stitcher. Visit our website. It's hangingwithapes.com. Check out our music, audio apes on any major music streaming platform. We'll see you next week. We're out.
Peace. Peace.